Hey, this is Billy and Jen. We are three years into this podcast, and honestly, we just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Yeah, my goodness. I wow, mean, it means so years. much to us. I mean, we love reading the reviews that you that you write, um, and oftentimes we'll share those on the podcast itself. And honestly, thousands of people listening, that's literally what it is, and it means mm-hmm. so much to us. I can't believe you're still listening. Could you do us a favor, though? If you want to help us, you don't have to, but if you wanted to, would you share this podcast share with, with a friend? Share with a friend, a family member. Yeah, someone who you think it might help. There's a bunch of different episodes. We cover so much much about life. And if you think this is going to make someone smile or at the very least help them in a season of life, would you share it, send it to them? That'll help us get more out and uh, we could just keep doing this. Thanks friends. Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. You're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers. <laughs> What's the dong? That's us cheersing. Hey, is it you midnight? Take, you take your coffee cup and, and slam it next to mine, Am I ready? about to turn into a pumpkin? <laughs> Jen doesn't have, Jen's, Jen's drinking a paper coffee cup this morning, so I have to cheers, cheers. on a metal chair. You know what's so funny though? Your facial expression before we hit record is like this anticipation, and you can't help it. Why did you bring a paper cup to the studio? I don't know. Well, I went. To, I had coffee this morning after the F forty five workout. So you've been up since crack of dawn. You've gone to F forty five already. You've worked out. You've showered, and you're going ready to get to the shop. Yet still, you've blessed us with the robe. Uh, yeah, I didn't have time to put real clothes on yet. Oh man! No, it's just a robe. Just a robe. There's nothing underneath. I feel like you had time. You why? Why? Okay. First of all, why would you wear a robe if you have clothes on? People do that. I wear a robe when I'm naked, because right? Doesn't everyone else do that? Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> but like robes are like meant to be like, oh hey, I'm gonna throw on a robe after my towel. Amen the to shower. that, sister. Get out of bed. I've never worn a robe in my entire life. They don't make robes big enough to fit me. <laughs> this is a fact. Every time we go to a hotel that has a robe, which is rare, it that is we go, true. I'm like, this fat guy in a little you know, coat. Hotels, you put it on, it blesses my heart. <laughs> it's like covers half of me. Yeah, it does. You wore one at the post, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Actually, that one did work. Why was that? They just knew big guys like you were coming. Did you call ahead and order the extra, extra I was like, large? I get the extra, extra. You're like, do you guys have like a blanket that you could just turn into a okay. rope? Put a couple arms. Put a couple armholes in there and just grab like a big rope. He <laughs> tie it around himself. A couple times. Keep you all snug and tug. I'm glad you're having fun at my expense. <laughs> hey, this was a. I'm sitting here. We got this letter from our Aww. son, Caleb. He wrote us, I won't read it out loud, but he moved out. He moved out yesterday. Our second son. He wrote the most incredible letter. I got emotional downstairs. I will read the very last part because he won't mind me reading that part. The the whole first part like made you tear up. It makes me. I, I I guess I am a little bit emotional. I mean, I'm I'm all down for like our son's moving out. I moved out when I was 17. You moved out when you were. You got married when you were 17 and moved out. Um, so like it's normal for us. Little Ren keeps telling us she's gonna move out, which I told her stop it. Um, stop so it. but you know, I, I last night I kind of was out by the lake after we had helped him move, and I'm like ah. Oh, like seasons, you know. Uh-huh. Shout out to Tupac. Changes, you know, things just kind of change. And, anyways, he his last line in this letter that he typed up for us. Yeah, he did. He He's gave a us good a writer. gift. He bought me a couple cigars. He bought you some really good um, bath soaps. Yeah, Aww. yeah. yeah. He goes, also definitely going to miss all the food you supplied me with during my stay. Now I got to go drop a fat stack monthly just to supply this juicy bod with sustenance. <laughs> <laughs> this juicy bod. Just the way he talks. I got to drop up. 
fat stack monthly. <laughs> That's all he's um, been saying too. He's like, oh man, I gotta uh, food. That that has been on his mind. Grocery bill. I did tell him last time. I was like, dude, you can come over to the house anytime, drop in, even if we're not there, and just raid the fridge. You know. So he's like. I might actually take you up on that. <laughs> just make sure you still mark your food in the fridge because he might just. I'm not marking my food. This is my in. house. There's no food marking we'll come around home here. Home and all the good stuff is gone. Um, even when we've had people live with us over the years, I'm like, just I I literally was like open door policy. I can't be dealing with the food marked. I can't be dealing like like you have to read every package. Kinda, I Who ate my no, cheese? It's kinda, like it's, I, it's in the fridge. It's the unspoken of like if you see someone's box of like takeout, you got to ask them. Like I can't just eat it. Babe, how are you really doing with our second son moving out of the house? Good. That letter got me feeling a little emotional. Did I you tear up? A little bit. Which I is did. saying a lot because you do not cry often. Um, yeah, it's like the the second one. It's a big one. Like, you know, and then Saran keeps dropping, like you said, that she's like wants to move out early. I'm like, why? Like, have we not been good to you? Um, <laughs> is that how you is that how you is that how you filter that? Yeah. Why? Have we not been good to you? Is that the same filter you use when you say to our daughter on the regular, <laughs> you're gonna miss me when I'm gone? Which is so weird, babe. That's dysfunctional. You, you need to talk. Context. You need to talk to Molly about yeah, that. Yeah, probably. But the truth is, is she'll kind of be like, like she, I, I embarrass her a lot. So, I, so what I do in, in return to her, like I'm embarrassed by my mom moments. I'm like, you're gonna miss me when I, no. when I, when I'm gone. The last time it happened, you, I didn't even do anything, and you were like. You're not even saying you're gonna miss. You're asking her, "Are you gonna miss me when it's, I'm dead? You know what? Are let's, you gonna cry at my funeral? Are you gonna say something some sweet in my here. eulogy?" Let's peel back some layers here. It's probably because I have been thinking about, like, you know, Jude or Caleb leaving, and then she's like playing a little like you embarrass me stuff, mom. I'm like, you're gonna miss me. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. <laughs> um, I. I like. I don't see it as them leaving. I just. It's a season. Exactly. It changes. Like, in fact, our son Judah, who's been out for the last what two, two years, two and a half years. It's two um, years. Yeah, almost. Yeah, he's in his second place. He's already gone to one place, and he's in his second place, which is so nice, by the way. Which, in fact, it's not- the condos he lives in. I, I was like, I would move here. Like the amenities, three gems, rooftop access everywhere, like overlooking. You can yeah, see it's Seattle. So I'm like, nice. I we should move there. I mean, the compound's pretty legit, but when the compound's over. We're buying a house, my love. Okay. Anyone out there who wants to uh, give us some land and we'll build something? Any hooskies. I just kind of feel like, I think the thing that gets <laughs> me nostalgic along. is like the season's changing. Yeah. It's like, wow. So there's like, there's our, our second son is no longer, no longer lives in our home. It's crazy, right? It's I feel way too young for all that to be happening, by yeah. the way. Yeah. It's just, it, so. it is, it's, it's taking a moment here. Hey, happy birthday to my mom. Yes. And I know, I know you got, I know you got a happy birthday shout out too. But I'll do mine first. Happy birthday to my mom, who is. Happy birthday, mom. We won't say ages over the air because ladies don't like that. But mom, love you. It's your birthday yes. today, August. Well, it's her birthday today. This will air tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, love you. The mom's the best. She raised six kids. Married my dad until he went to be Pretty with Jesus. Phenomenal. She's just overcome so much in life. Now she's currently living in. Maryland is it Maryland? Yeah, she's yep. in yeah Laurel, Maryland, the DC, days. Baltimore area, where we were born. So where I was born, and so yeah, and we'll see Happy her. Birthday. I think she's coming up. I think she's coming up this Thanksgiving for Chelan. We rented a house in Chelan. We yes, did it. Also, a happy birthday. A huge yes. shout out to my sister turned 40 today. Oh, is she 40? My baby sister turned Jessica. 40 today. 40 today. 40 she today. Looks great for a 40, new man. decade. Yeah. yeah. You guys, you guys do well with you, you, you age well. 
you know. The Snow Sisters. She's 40. Wow. Yeah. We're doing this, man. Wow. You're so 40. You're 40, 42. You couldn't even remember for a hot minute. I just, I, no, actually, I was, no, I was like, should I say it? I didn't know if you'd get mad that I said you're 42. Oh, well, I don't she care. care. You don't care? But it's a big one. My, my sister's 40. She's got two beautiful Will kids. Will your sister care that you just shouted out that she's no, 40? No, she's all about it. Let me tell you. No. She is all about it. We're going to celebrate her when we get to Destin oh, in a God. couple weeks. How many days? So we're going to just party 11 it up, girl. We're going to love you until and do we go all the to fun the beach, things. Little Wren. 11 That's days. <laughs> and we're going to party with Jesse and Jason. Eleven days. Well, anyways, um, this was an epic weekend. Truly, I went to F forty five with you guys. Greatest moment. <laughs> One of the greatest moments. Which I don't understand why it is such a great moment for you, Billy. I've been married to you almost twenty five years, and you have never done a fitness class together. False. We've never done one together. Jen, you know how you mean together? Together. Yeah, I've done classes. Yeah. What? Not not. With We've me. gone to the gym about a million times. But together. that's not a, that's not a group class. I didn't know that was a prerequisite group for marriage. Fitness is a thing. I didn't know that. And I hate group workouts. The the thing that was so Loathe amazing them. is you were just so adamant that you would never go. And the peer pressure was ridiculous. It was not beautiful. only from my family, which all of you go twice a day. Um, not only from my friends. I'm going to say their names out loud so they can all, uh, well, Jay Martin Jr., Wiley Cortez, Nate Schaefer, the guy who owns the place, uh, Nathan, Remy, well, Remy, I've I mean, people just constant, and constant, constant. Maurice, Mo, he's all like, Bill, you got to go, man. Bill, you got to go. If his Mo goes, Lauren. you go. Like, come on. If he like, can no. go. He's like, no. guy is, guy's a like, big no. guy, too. I ain't going. Yeah. Probably. But then I went. Yep, you humbled yourself before the Lord. And um, <laughs> they had me doing box jumps, which I didn't even know I could do box Babe, jumps. that was sexy. I couldn't believe you could jump that high. They had me doing burpees. I have on video, Which, friends. can I give my best um, fitness description of a burpee? You take your body, and you chuck it to the ground. And you stand back up, and then take your body, and then chuck it to the ground. I really do. I was next to you. It he, breaks he your body. Well, I Am I doing it wrong? Yeah. A little bit. You, I, that's what yeah, I do. I ease down, ease into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bit uh, of a there's a bit of an art of going to the ground. And uh, the reason I went is because I, I must have heard this a million times. I was actually somewhat insulted by all the encouragement. Like, Jen, you, yeah, how can you be, so, you guys were so encouraging, it insulted me. Like, Jen, you were so proud of me. You were so taking proud. photos. Every moment. You were kissing me. You were hugging me. Yes. All the women, your women friends, who I, I respect very highly, they're all like, she's so proud of you. Good job, Billy. I, my friend Jay is like, you're a hero. You're a hero. <laughs> I literally am like, taking it to the next level. Do you guys think that I am incapable of physical activity. Like, am I incapacitated completely? I was like, I do go to the gym. Like, pretty regularly. I've been doing 75 hard. But it was, it was, it was, but, it bothered yes, me you. a little it, bit. And you you had to take ibuprofen after class because it, it did break you a little oh, bit. Oh, no, it hurt. So your gym workouts are not half as, what's the word, helpful? Um, as a group <laughs> class fitness. Like, what Jen. F45 did to you. I did good imagine, at F45. Imagine. Did I quit? No, you did. Did I whole, get through it? You were amazing. At one point, I people was, were calling me Rocky Balboa because I was you jump were, roping. You, I yeah, mean, you can jump rope for sure. Okay, so you're telling me I stole the show? 
You're telling me. That's not what we said. I was the MVP of F45 that day. That's what, <laughs> what I'm hearing. Said. That's what I'm hearing from you. And yet here you are dissing my workout program. You crushed it. That's why I'm like, you could do F45 <laughs> three times a week. It wouldn't even be a problem. Like you, you crushed that workout. I was so. Why good. is it? Okay. Philosophically jumping into our topic today. Why is it? That the things that are hard in life, difficult, painful, why is it that most times those things are good for us? So good. Like, if I told you how many times my friends, you, said to me, like, just come, it'll be good for you. It'll be good for you. Like, and I'm, if I, and I'm, honestly, one of the reasons I don't want to go to F45, first of all, I'm not a fan of group workouts, although it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Secondly, um, I, everyone's like, it's such a hard workout. It is like you guys come home like moaning. You're like, but you love it. It's sadistic. You're like, oh God, I can't move. There was such, <laughs> we should go again tomorrow. Oh God, I can't breathe. We should go again tomorrow. Like it's sadistic. It's it's literally like an abusive relationship, you guys at F45, and yet you keep going back to it. I am okay personally with a decent workout. That's that's real. I'm okay. Like if I like have just a few moments where I break a sweat, a few moments where the heart rate gets up, but most of the time just listen to sick beats, get my pump on. Checking my swole, you know, like to me, I'm so down for that. But at 45, the point um, of a, a point of getting your body going is to actually burn mad calories, and that is what I think you burn 900 calories in that class. Agree to disagree. I so I mean, like, you're gonna go put it in. You might as well put it in. Like, go, go, get get everything you can out of that moment. I do put it in. That's why I was able to go to F45 and be the MVP. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, you were you were looking so. I, I got that whole thing on on video. Oh, I know you create. Did you get 5,000 views it in went like low- two minutes? She made an iMovie and put it on Instagram of you working out. It went low-key viral in your low world. Like 5,000. Well, 5,000 views for her is viral. Viral is like 10. She typically gets like 500 views. She got 5,000. <laughs> it's like your yeah, whole Vic. world celebrated. Come on, Vegas. It went um, viral. I watched it. <laughs> why are difficult things oftentimes in life good for us? Why is that? You know, like when parents like, okay, I, my parents did this to me. I do this to my own kids. Like if you fall down, my sons fall down, scrape their knee and they're crying and they're bleeding. Like I have literally found myself saying to them like, get up, it's all right, you're all right. It's actually good for you. It's good for you. Totally. Like, okay, like watching our kids struggle as much as I hate to see it. Like, you know, Caleb trying to pay his bills and he's doing great, but you know, he, he, I'm helping him do his budget now because he's out on his own. He's got his rent. He's doing all this. So we're sitting there and I realized like, okay, it's going to be tight for you. Like he can do it. He works hard. He has two jobs. And his bills are covered, but he's going to have to like really, really budget. And I'm, part of me wants to like save him from that. It's like, ah, what if we just give him $1,000 a month? Just help him out. But then I'm like, no, no. Yeah. It's good for him. <clears throat> like I remember when it happened to me. Like it's good for you. Yeah. It's good for it's us. Mo- it's, and also it motivates. I think it also instills this inner motivation of like, I want to work harder. I want to. I want to continue to grow. Like, you know, maybe maybe he does want a better job. That'll motivate him. If he's still, you know, having to budget in six months, like I'm going to go. He gets the confidence to go do it. Like, I think finances can really be a huge motivation. To like watching great. these Olympians, like during yeah. the Olympic Games. Like, you you see how far they push their bodies. I promise oh, you, word. they never got there. It's on another level. Unless a coach, like, made them do things that hurt them, broke them, like, beyond what they could bear. Ever and at bear. the end, if you were to ask those Olympians, they would say the only way they did what they did today and this week and got these medals is because they did those hard things. And they would mm-hmm. say, it was good for me. It was good for me. It taught me that I could go further. It taught me that I could go longer. It taught me that I could do more than I thought I could. It taught me how to it's deal inspiring. with the pain. It taught me how to keep going in the midst of the pain. Yeah, like, but it's terrible to me. It's it's so, like, and uh, it's so ironic that the things that are 
good for us are so hard. Yeah, and we fight it too. Of course we fight it because, you know, of the motto, no pain, no pain. Like, you know, I know it's no pain, no gain, but sometimes I just want to be like, but I get it. And actually, I'm a huge proponent. Like, I would definitely be the guy on the other side of like, yeah, make you tough, make you tough. I mean, I definitely, I would definitely lean that way. And I've had to learn compassion probably more in life. But it does make it, it is an interesting for conversation, which I want to talk about today. It does make for an interesting topic is why are the, why are, why is it that character, perseverance, integrity, hard work, excellence, all of that, like to get there, you have to go through difficulty, hardship, pain, failure. Like, you you know what I'm saying? And you can say it's good for you. You ever read, um, Caleb took all the books. I want to get them again. I'm going to go buy all of them. Actually, if you want to get me a gift for birthday or Father's Day or Christmas, I want the Calvin and Hobbes collection. We should get just like the hardback the full thing. Calvin and Hobbes. No, though, there's so many. There's not one. But the Calvin and Hobbes collection. Because I love But Yeah, if there was like a big compilation. I think they have one. Because one of the things, uh, I remember his dad, like he falls. He was like he was like shoveling and the shovel hits him in the in the nose. And he's like, oh, he's crying. And his dad finally just, you know, Calvin's just going on and on. And he's a little kid. And his dad's like, it's like it builds character. His dad's like very quiet and says nothing. He's not a very loving dad. He's like, it builds character. And Calvin looks at his dad. He's like, all my character is running out my nose. <laughs> you know, like, because he's bleeding. And I'm like, that's how life feels sometimes. Like, the things that build character, oh the things that make us great, like, it's painful, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's painful. Okay. So, with that in, that in mind, kind of setting us up, I want to talk about the subject of self discipline. Ooh. Self discipline. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> big hey, sound shakes, not down. It's good for you. It's good for Vic, you. Vic. It's good for you. <laughs> Self-discipline, which should be in many ways a curse word. Self-discipline. Oh, come on. You're so dramatic. Um, okay, let's do this real quick. In Coffee Talk Studios, it's me, you, it's Vic the Sound Chick, and a little Wren's around here. Vic the Sound Chick, you're wearing your merch She's shirt. She's wearing her merch. She's wearing a Vic Friends. the Sound Chick shirt. Yeah. She's, rep- she's yeah. representing herself. Uh, should we get a little Ren Ren shirt? A little yes. Ren Ren? A little Ren Ren. No, we should just wear a big sound The only way we could get a little Ren Ren, the only way we can get a little Ren Ren shirt is if it has the emoji of the eye roll. <laughs> you know, totally. Rolling their eyes. You just rolled your eyes right now. You just rolled your eyes. You just did it. Yeah. You literally go like this. You go, I'm going to show you what you did. Okay. You hit your head. And- <laughs> Got him. The head roll is the, is an amplified, magnified Version. eye roll. Yeah. That's not true. <laughs> okay. Um, let's rate self-discipline on a scale of one to ten in Coffee Talk Studios. Let's rate each other. Ten. <laughs> this, is this healthy? I yes. just don't know. Yeah, this it's competition. We're li- it's Olympic season. This is what everyone does in their mind. Makes sense because I feel like everyone's self-disciplined a certain thing. Okay. Well, that's let's, a good point. That's okay, very, that is valid. That's, that's a very Still, valid. we're gonna do it. Ten. In what area? Ten. So if being, you're with your spouse, probably don't do this. This might cause a, an argument. Ten being, you are the most disciplined. You have to give us something that. Okay. What, but what is ten? Life. What te, What is? Here's ten? our here's what our category. No, life no, no. Overall, general. Take take fitness. Take eating. Take working. Okay. Take studying. No, take sleeping. Okay. Take health. Take it all right now and wrote it in there. I'm gonna go, Jen. I'll rate you first. No, I don't think this. On is a good. scale of one to ten. <laughs> You're a ten and a half. It's ridiculous the amount of self-discipline that you possess. You have more self-discipline in your pinky than I have in my entire body. Now, you rate me. <laughs> this is the thing. Be gentle. You're very disciplined. When you your mind, 
like your ability to study and think and feel strategize. Like this is a backhanded compliment. You but go are ahead. so disciplined. Like <laughs> my ability to think. Okay. No, Thank no. You. Like, Thank like you. when it comes to like having to get something done and make it happen, like the your ability to 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 make that happen is on another level. So you're a ten. But oh, over, you gave me a ten. Overall physical. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, you gave me a ten to think. <laughs> No. <laughs> this is, uh, this is, but overall, this is you would offensive. be more of like a five, <laughs> right? You went that low. Five six. Five is, five is 50 I think five five is normal. Five is 50%. Do you know One I work like, out twice a day? Okay, so you're like a seven and a half. I do seven and a half hours. Yeah, I do cardio and gym. You My rolled bad. your eyes again, little My red. Bad. My bad. You're a seven. My bad. No, you already said it, man. You're <laughs> two. You're I a like, two. Told you this is not a good idea. You're a two in self discipline. <laughs> Hey, when it comes to thinking, you're a two. <laughs> I give little Ren for a 16 year old. I give her an eight and a half. Totally. I think she's oh, yeah. very she's disciplined. Very right disciplined. If Vic, you're a five, then I'm totally a three. She she starts I'm not a out five. not disciplined, but by the time she gets herself going, she's fully disciplined. Yeah, Seren. Like Seren. She has like this moment in her her. Well, she's 16. Yeah. She's, and you guys are very similar. You guys kind of talk, talk the negative, I don't want to, and then boom, you guys just deliver. Vic, I am a seven and a half easy, and you, I think, would also be like a seven. Yeah, nope. I think so. Overall, I mean, you're very you're, successful I mean, in life. You you're very hard worker. You, you, very, you can't. Successful and disciplined well, you purpose. can't do all the things that you do so well without having yeah, discipline. Like all the instruments you play, all the yeah. things. Like think of all the things you know how to yeah, do. Yeah, you're disciplined. Yeah, it's just in different areas. That's the thing. Is it's like a if very, we throw music in there. This you're whole a 10 idea is very flawed because yeah. everybody has. What's flawed areas. is you gave me a five, <laughs> and I'm giving you a two. No, and <laughs> I gave you a ten in in, in thinking. No, you're, you're just <laughs> like that's. Would you think you're a 10? Okay. But would you do, you're a 5. Like a 5, 50 per- I told you this was a bad idea. 50% is a failing grade. You know what? You just, you're translating. A seven, a seven would have been a C. Hey. You gave me an You're F. interrupting. You're translating the way you want to translate. I can't help you, man. Like, that's not what was said. Okay. <laughs> I would like to take the next... A uh, few minutes and ask the expert, the 10 2, 10 in doing, 2 in thinking, discipline. Um, okay, what are some practical ways? Because here's one of the things I think self discipline is one of those hard things that is good for you. And it is hard. It's hard to be self disciplined. Mm-hmm. It's easier to have a coach. In fact, many ways, okay, we've been working self employed here for the last two and a half years. In some ways, it's easier to have a boss. A supervisor. Totally. I would much prefer being being my own boss, right? I, I much prefer it. But it's easier to have someone just tell you what to do. You know, you guys, one of the reasons you love going to 45, first of all, it takes oh, a discipline to get there. Exactly but you've right. said it to me. You're like, you just show up and they already have a workout for you. You don't have to come up with a workout. You don't have to push yourself for the workout. You just have to do what they're telling you to do. And like, go to the next mm-hmm. station, go to the next station. Like, just do it. Just put your head down and do it. And there's a coach walking around like, hey, move. Hey, Time to go. Hey, here we go. He's he's counting you down, counting you down, counting you up. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep going, keep going. Don't give up. Don't give up. It's easier. Self-discipline is one of those things that is hard, but it's good for us. It actually is good for us. So how can we help the listeners today? Um, I want to give just very, 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 very practical, like, how can you start to develop more self-discipline in your life? So if if you're on the spectrum and you're a two- 
like apparently Jen is when it comes to thinking. Uh, I'm joking. I'm just hurt because you hurt my feelings really bad. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. If you're a five, like Jen says I am, or you're a 10, even if you're a 10, you know, the 10s could probably help us, Jen. You're a 10. You really are very, 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 very disciplined, self-disciplined. What are some ways that we can help people practically develop more self-discipline in their life? Can I go with one? Sure. I think a very practical way is to wake up on time. Absolutely. I love that one. Just start with, like, if you set your alarm for 8, get up at 8. Don't don't get up at 8.15. Don't get up at 8.30. Don't sleep until 10. Just It's one of the basic yeah. things of starting your day. Yeah, Self-discipline. You know, and I'm not... Now, if you want to, if you want to take it to the next level, get up early. I, I get up early, probably. I would say, you okay. Well, let's ask the expert. How often, how many days a week do you get up early? By early, I mean like what's your, your normal time for getting up would be what seven, six thirty. If I'm sleeping it, yeah. like like more of like a later morning. Yeah, what yeah, time? Yeah, like seven, seven thirty. Okay, yeah. I would say five days a week. I'm up pretty early. Yeah, the what other time? two, um, five thirty six. Right. So you do that five days a week. Yeah. And I would say I get up early you probably do. three or four days a week. Yeah. The weekend for me, I always get up early. Saturdays and Sundays, I'm up at, well, this Sunday I was up at 4.30. So I'll get up at 5 a.m. early. I yeah. get up early. But I do that three times a week. But on the other days, I just get up on time. Mm-hmm. Like, And so for me, if I want to get up by 7, I set my alarm for 6.45 because I love to hit snooze. This is what I do. I set my alarm for 6.45 and I hit snooze till seven till seven no it's a 15 minute snooze and i said snooze till seven that's what i do yeah because i want to get up at seven so i i don't i don't say i'm gonna get up at seven then get up at 7 30 it's just as little thing to start your day for discipline right i agree um i was just thinking this is like one of my favorite topics i i feel like um how to be disciplined people automatically we go to like oh the big things i need to start attempting when that is that is actually the very opposite creating discipline is it comes with committing to the very little things every single day. And there's a book I read last year called Make Your Bed. It's a great little book. It's an easy read. Oh, I've heard about this. And the little things that can change your life and maybe the world. The book is phenomenal because this man goes into how not only just waking up early, but you know what the next thing is to change your day? Make your bed. It's the little things. Like accomplish something. Every day. When This is the thing. And I, I'm going to go off on making my bed. Just just really quick. Right. People will be like, go, this, this is crazy. But this is the truth. When you make your bed, your whole room feels clean. Even That's if you true. got a pile of clothes in the corner, it still feels a lot more Little clean. Little Ren, do you agree with that? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. But, but I, I'm getting to the... The, the point is, is that it's the little things that we do every day that create great change. And I think when people think of discipline, it's like this huge overwhelming task that I can never I can never accomplish, I can never measure up. But like you just said, what if we just started waking up early and also make your bed every day? Mm. It does something emotionally to us that changes the way we do our day. It just feels better. It feels right. I mean, if you make your bed, it just It's true. It's it's crazy. Great advice from a perfect 10 in self-discipline. It's actually great advice. Okay. Uh, do you think going to bed early also is self-discipline? Absolutely, because if we're going to bed at two o'clock or midnight every night and trying to get up at five, you can't sustain that. Maybe I go to bed at midnight nights. every night, but that's not a lack of self-discipline. Yeah, but you're probably you're a little different than me. You you get up, you roll around around six thirty-seven. I I couldn't maintain a five thirty-six o'clock morning when going to bed at midnight for multiple nights in a row. I couldn't do it. I think what my. 
But what if you can't? Consistent. Stay consistent. And I think for you, your body only needs that midnight to like you know six thirty. That's like that's barely like. So I need six and a half hours. Yeah, that's not too bad. So I need. All right, another very practical way to develop self-discipline again. And here's the thing. If you're trying to do self-discipline in one area and it's not working, you keep failing, you keep failing. Then what I would say is like, then try it in another area. Because here's the thing. Self-discipline is contagious. If you get self-disciplined in one area, it begins to roll over into other areas of your life. I've noticed that. Like when you start to get, okay, Serenity, when she was, we were talking about this. I was like, I asked her last week. I'm like, when did you like get into like working out so so, com- so consistently. consistently and regularly. And she, I was like right before quarantine or whatever, uh-huh. but she really got into it. But I've seen that then play into like, she writes now pretty regularly. Like you'll see her run on her computer, go to coffee shops and she'll just sit for an hour or two and she's writing. She won't let me read what she's writing. She's writing some novel that's going to make us all rich one day and some screenplay, but she's writing. She's writing self-discipline. Mm-hmm. She's, she's applied it to her, her schoolwork. Like it's amazing. It, if you'll get self-discipline in one area, effect. it'll start to affect yes. other areas. So I hate this one, but this is just a very, very practical way to develop, start to develop more self-discipline in your life is regular exercise and healthy eating. I hate mm-hmm. it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it, but I can't deny it. Regular exercise. And I, here's how I started getting back into, I used to be super physical in college days and all that. And then I kind of like, you know, in the first 10 years of marriage, then I kind of got, I don't know, my job had me sitting all the time, had me meetings and boardrooms and all that. So I kind of got, I don't want to say lazy, but I definitely got lazy when it came to physical working out. I'd go once a week, maybe. And it'd just be a gem and I'd just be lifting. I'd just be picking up heavyweight and putting down heavyweight. That's essentially what I was doing. I wasn't doing much cardio. And I started just to start walking two, three times a, a week. That was it. Just went on walks. Remember, we would do yep. that. And this was years ago, uh-huh. four or five years ago. Just walk, just walk. And all of a sudden, the walk turned into like a, a more brisk walk. And then it turned into like, I might go to the gym. And then it turned into a jog. And then it turned into running. You know what I'm saying? And then it turned yep. back into jump roping. And then it turned, you know what I'm saying? And now all of a sudden, a jog for me would just be absolutely just go out and do a mile jog. Like, you yep. know, and that's not, I'm not physically fit. I'm not very disciplined when it comes to working out. But I've gotten that far just by doing regular exercise and healthy eating. Right. And what it does is it starts to just create this little area of discipline. Yes. Remember years ago when we decided not to buy carbs anymore? We didn't have any bread, chips, granola. We had a family meeting. Yeah. 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 And I was like, I mean, I, I told the kids, like, you can still eat it when we go out, mm-hmm. but in the house, when we come home, pastas, all we're not going to have pastas. Yep. We're just going to have, we're going to have, it was pretty much paleo. Like, Meats, Meats cheese. fish, cheeses, salads, veggies, veggies fruits. fruits. Yep. And we just got rid of breads, all of that. And it kind of, it was just for, our, it was just an attempt to kind of develop self discipline to be, let's just eat healthier. And when we'd go out, the kids could get a burger, they'd get like the fried chicken fingers or whatever, totally. you know. But what's crazy is it kind of stopped. Little Ren barely eats that stuff ever. Mm-hmm. Barely ever. She'll, she'll dabble every now and then, but like, right? It does that. Okay, another one. How about this? If you want to develop self discipline, Meet deadlines. That's right. If there's a deadline, meet it. Yep. Like that's as simple as like be, being self-disciplined. If you're meeting someone for coffee at, at three at three forty-five, then be there at three forty-five. Don't be there at three fifty. Meet your deadline. If your boss asks you or you have a deadline, like if I say if I even say, okay, here's a here's an even higher level. So meet your deadlines. That's just so basic. Like if if you're gonna be on a meeting, be at a meeting on time. If you're showing up for rehearsal, show up for rehearsal on time. If you have a phone call at two, make the phone call at two. Like I'll literally look at my phone, like, oh, now's the time for the phone call, and I'll just do it. I set an alarm so I can meet yes, a deadline. Yes. That's just self-discipline. Yeah. It's so basic. Here's another level of self-discipline. Make your own schedule and set your own deadlines. 
You know what I'm saying? So now all of a sudden, like, it's not just someone gave me a deadline that I need to meet. Right. Create your own. Yes. Jen, you're great at this. I you literally it. give yourself like, this is what I need to get done. And this is what I need to get it done by. How do yeah. you keep that? Like, what do you do? What are some practical ways you do to keep me- making your deadlines? Because you're great at that. Well, I mean, the first one you mentioned already a couple of keeping a schedule, putting putting alarms on your phone. Write it down. I write it down. I, I, I mean, I have multiple notes for different aspects of my life from like friends I want to call to business to do lists to things I need to get done around the house. I just have lists of things, you know, I think I was just, um, Oh, Vic was mentioning a, a new, a new way to list things out for to do's, but What's I think the best app? what was it called? What's it called? Microsoft to do Microsoft, Microsoft to do. do. I got to get so it. Great. Mm. Um, but even in that, she was saying how she's had to take time to get organized to kind of reorganize her whole life. But I think, I think you have to find what works for you and you need, you have to work it. If you're going to do a planner, you still have to work that planner. Mm-hmm. If you're going to use a, you know, a Google calendar on your phone, you got to work that Google, Google calendar. So I think it's just, again, it's just something that you have to get in a habit doing every single day. And I also, when I wake up, I look at my schedule. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, in the morning, I set alarms before I have to be somewhere. Right now, I'm, I'm a little busy at times, so I can actually forget because there's a lot going on in like one hour. <laughs> you said that and, like, I can actually forget. Well, I mean, I should like say, I forget things. Like, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I was supposed to call so-and-so. I was supposed to like, you know, yeah. get a delivery out. So it's like, you've got you to work what you got. You slept in on Sunday, like 45 minutes later oh, than you normally word. do. And I was up, so I just came up and like slowly tapped you on the shoulder. I'm like, hey, good morning. And you go, what time is it? That's the worst feeling. I'm like, it's seven. You're like, oh my God. Like you literally lost your, you're like, oh my God, I was supposed to be up at 530. I was in. I'm like, babe, you're going to be all right. Oh, I was like, oh my word. Hey, okay. So if you, if you mess up in some of your like attempts to be self-disciplined, I saw this meme the other day on Instagram. I thought it was great. It says, if you stumble, just make it a part of the dance. I love that. I thought, oh, that's brilliant, man. That's, Life is a dance. Again, that and, and if you stumble, hard to be good at that. On, just yeah, like, yeah, and like around. you ever see like I've never watched like Dancing with the Stars, but you know, I'm sure there's moments where like they tripped up, but they like improvised and made it look like it was part of it. You know, like and, you and just cover. Then all of us who are on the you know sidelines watching, I actually love those moments. I'm like, you're human. That that was awesome. You just got back up and kept moving forward. And that's actually a part of self discipline. Even the girl who uh, literally she was in the back. She's a she's a long distance runner, right? What was her name? She's like one of the best, oh, fastest yeah, runners she in the fell. Olympic Games. Yeah, she's the no- and she she was that's like the, a, yeah, the announcers anonymous. were like, I wonder why she's not you know pushing forward faster. She's in the very back. Well, they knew she was just biding her time, biding her time. But then she tripped and fell. She tripped and fell because someone else fell in front of her, and so she had to make up that trip plus. Pass everyone else and won the games. She won it. Like well, no, she just qualified. That oh, she qualified. Fight. Okay, but she's going to win. She's the best. But if you stumble, but she just got back up. Make it a part of the she, dance and shake it off. Like just move forward. Okay, about this, just follow through. Okay, when it comes to self discipline, wow. yeah, let's, let's just be that. so basic. Just follow through. <laughs> that like, is just <laughs> that is a lost art in society. <laughs> just finish. Just fo- finish you what you know started. That following through will get you promoted so fast. Oh yeah. Like the job interview. Follow through. If you follow through, I mean, the oh chances of you actually getting the job are 90% higher. And I'm just throwing out that stat randomly, but I'm pretty sure it's right. Like, You'll just get promoted. follow through. You'll follow be through. promoted so fast. There's such a lack in society of just, even if you're working at a coffee shop or, you know, I, I have a florist. And when the girls, the girls just like, boom, they follow through. I'm like, you want more money? I you, can't meet you that special hours? someone. Just follow through. Yep. Text them back. Ask them to go out on another date. No one will ever. Just follow through. Just follow through. Like you would be yes. amazed if you just followed through. Just yes. follow through. Like stop stopping in the middle of it. Just follow through. Stop 
stopping. Stop stop stopping. Stop start starting. Stop stopping and, and start so starting. Stop. Follow through. Okay, and can I say this? Sometimes people are like, but I, I, it's impossible to finish what I'm st- what I've started. Like I've been in situations where I want to follow through, but I can't actually finish it. Time, resources, effort. It's, it doesn't matter. Well, there, then I would say wrap it up because I think there's a difference between finishing something and wrapping something up. You can still wrap it up. Like I can be like, okay, this is a, this is a stopping point. Right. I'm going to wrap it up. And when I say wrap it up, I mean, I'm going to make it so that when I do pick it back up, which I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'll be ready to go. Like I'm going to, I'm going to wrap things up, tidy things up, whether it's a, it's a project or it's a job. So you can still follow through by wrapping it up. There's things yeah. where I'm like, okay, today I have to stop. I wanted to finish this today. I couldn't get it done. Wrapping up for me means like I put on the calendar. Okay. So on Thursday, I'm going to come back to it at two o'clock mm-hmm, and I'm going to really finish it. That is to me wrapping it up and that is a part of following through. Yep. So, and that's also really good advice for not becoming a, a workaholic mm. because I would have been of the mindset, like I got to finish even if I have to push through to eight o'clock at night. It's like, nope. Like you gotta have a, you gotta have an ending time Boundaries. and and you exactly with yourself for, for all those who are workaholics. Like, like you said, there's an art of wrapping it up so that when you get to it in the morning, you feel like, oh, this is good. I've got a good starting point again. Okay. Last but not least, I think practical way to develop, start developing more self-discipline in our lives is avoid temptation. Like what I mean by that is um, set a boundary and then come up with a plan so that you don't cross the boundary, whatever it is. So, so if that's well like, said. I'm not going to eat fast food anymore, then set a boundary. That means don't go driving by yourself at 11 p.m. at night because the only thing open is fast food. Make sure you ate before you went. You know what I'm saying? Like set a boundary and then avoid temptation. Um, You know, if you want to stop playing video games and watching Netflix for five hours on end every single night, avoid temptation. So set a boundary. Like give yourself, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like set a boundary. I did this. We've talked about this before on some of the podcasts where we talked about pornography for years. In the first part of our marriage and when I was in college, I struggled with pornography and I had to set a boundary. Like I had to block certain things and I had to make certain decisions Mm -hmm. so that I could avoid temptation. It's not just enough to say I'm not going to. It's not just enough to say I'm not going to look at that. I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to play video games all day today and waste my life away again. I'm not going to eat fast food four times a day. It's not enough just to say it. Come up with a plan. Yes. Come up with a plan to avoid the boundary that you set. This is a part of self-discipline. Again, start small, right? Maybe it's a toxic relationship. Um, Maybe it's like I'm, I'm not actually going. So maybe you can't avoid a person, but you can say, I'm not going to talk with them about this. We've started something in our family. We started this in 2020. It's like, hey, we all, we all set a boundary. All of us did. I don't know if I started it, but everyone agreed, and we've been pretty good at it. Like, hey, we're not going to talk politics or pandemic nonsense as a family with each other. We're not going to do it because we did a couple times and it got ridiculous and we started to realize, so we avoid temptation and we're like, Hey, so here's a boundary. And so what happens if someone starts to do it, even a little random, be like, hey, guys, we're not doing this. We're not, she has to remind us a lot. And we're like, okay, we're not doing it. Especially with things in the pandemic getting worse again. And we all start to voice our opinions and it's okay to have your opinion, but there's a time and place to voice it. Mm-hmm. And so set a boundary and avoid temptation. Correct. So I agree. That's so good. And that's, and that, Honestly, that's hard to do. It's hard to do. But I think also, if I can just piggyback what you're saying. I love you, it when you piggyback. When you create. Especially when you're in a robe. I think when it comes to huh? when it comes to things that are Corinne like. Corinne just left the studio. <laughs> I, I crossed the line there. You crossed the line. That was it? That's her cue. Mom and dad crossed the line? Okay. And she's out. All right. 
right. But what, when it comes to personal things, like you said, you mentioned temptation, you mentioned overeating, all the things, pornography. I think, yes, that's the starting point for the, the individual to set the boundary. But I would also maybe take it a little bit further and say, also tell somebody else what mm. your boundaries are. Because I feel like sometimes when it comes to self-discipline in those areas, if it's overeating or pornography, when you have when you bring other people into the equation, there there's this sandwich effect that happens. Well, now you're really accountable. Now someone else knows, uh-huh. and you've given them permission to check in on you. Yeah. Not play your mom, not play your dad, but be hey, how's that going? And um, and I think a spouse is good, but I think it also needs to be someone probably else besides a spouse. I think that's really healthy because then your spouse can become like your parent yeah. and, it, and, it, and it affects that, that intimacy and romantic relationship side of things. So I, I agree so much. Brilliant. And I would say the last thing I would say on this whole thing is when it comes to this journey of self-discipline, stop comparing yourself to people who started 10 years before you. So good. How often do we do that, man? Right? Like, I mean, I look at like what if it's in business or if it's in things that I'm endeavoring, I'm comparing myself to people that are 10 years ahead of me. 15, 20 years ahead of me. That's so discouraging. Don't do that. Own your own journey. Right. Own your own journey in self-discipline. Own your own, like, don't compare yourself to people that are so, in fact, I would just say don't compare yourself to people at all. Like, and don't compare yourself to people that are 10 years behind you because then you have a false sense of success. You're like, look how good I'm doing. Like, yeah, but compare it to what you know you can do and where you are right now and own your own journey. So. It's brilliant. I feel like this was great today, babe. Very good, babe. Hey, thanks for listening to Coffee Talk. We're so glad. I hope that you're sitting in your office or in your car or in your living room and you're sipping a cup of coffee while you listen to these. It's just real-life conversations with uh, with each other, and uh, we look forward to it every single week. So, Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.